This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I'm not hard in the slightest right now. You sure about that? You sure about that? <laughs> That's been our, our impression of Ian the past couple of days with these hearings going on. <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> he was not in the room. We discussed what the intro of the show was going to be. <laughs> so excited for these uh, committee hearings. It's all coming together, right? Things finally, are happening. Finally a good one. Things are really happening. The I first think. two before this were not yeah. were not good. And I have some thoughts about the one guy. We'll talk about him later. Um, think of how long human life has been on this planet. How long it'll be on when you're gone. And you very well might just be living in the time when we figure it the fuck out. Yeah. How about it's that? amazing, right? What are the chances? You might not get to see a UFO. Dave, you might not be visited by the, uh, the black eyed children. But we're gonna we're gonna fucking hear about alien bodies and UFOs, legitimate. But if we can confirm existence, that might be enough for me. It's a time to be alive. Welcome to another edition <laughs> of Necro Overtime. <laughs> a lot of things going on. The UAP edition. The UAP edition. I think I'm on board with it finally. Yeah. For a long time, I'm like, eh, it's always gonna be UFO. But I think I'm. I'm going to make the transition to say right. UAP from right. now on. UAP meaning? Unidentified aerial phenomena. What's the I, f- I knew that, but I'm sure there's probably <laughs> some listeners, <laughs> listeners that didn't know. I wanted to clarify. Well, as the founder of MUFON, you're, you're entitled to make those decisions, right? Does that mean yeah. MUFON is now accepting uh, the UAP? They should change their whole name. It, change it for them. <laughs> well, in all fairness, <laughs> he didn't found MUFON, but he took over. He's president of A hostile MUFON. takeover yeah. of MUFON. You own everyone in MUFON currently, right? <laughs> so what's going to be MUAPN? Yeah, that's... MUAPN? MUAP. 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 Yeah. It's not that good. No, it's really not. I'm going to come up with something else. So I'm sure everybody or most of our listeners heard about this hearing the other day. I think a thousand people sent links to us. Did they? Yeah. Um, so the House Oversight Committee had a, had a hearing on UAPs. They had three witnesses. This is the first time anything's been testified 
to like this in a, in front of Congress or anything like this. This was definitely a first. It's under oath. Yeah. You're, this, is, this is sworn testimony. Uh, they had Ryan Graves. He's a lieutenant, U.S. Navy, uh, an FA-18 pilot. And currently, he's the executive director of Americans for Safe Aerospace. Then they had David Forever, commander of the USS Nimitz Carrier Strike Group, U.S. Navy. He's also an FA-18 pilot, and he was also Black Aces squadron commander. He's a very credible person. He's probably the most credible UFO, UAP witness ever. I Even think. more so than Betty Hill, you're saying? Yes. Mm. Okay. I'm not sure Mike believes you, but I do. <laughs> well, I believe that he is more credible than Betty Hill. Okay. I wasn't sure. That. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> and then the last one is the one that I think everybody knows right now, David Grush. He's the, the he was the star witness for this. He's the whistleblower, um, National Geospatial Intelligence Agency and National Reconnaissance Office from 2019 to 2021. He was the representative for the NRO to the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. So that was the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. He was their representative from 2021 to 2022. He was the co-lead for the UAP analysis at the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. And he was also the representative to the task force. He assisted in drafting the National Defense Authorization Act of 2023, which includes provisions for reporting UAPs, including whistleblower protections, which he's now acting on, and exemptions to non-disclosure orders and agreements. He's a super credible guy. It's just, do you believe him or not, I guess, and we'll see where it goes. That's it. What, what else is there? I feel like a lot of the potential proof he has is classified and you're not going to see it. At least not now. No. And I have issue with some of it with him. I wasn't like, if you looked on, like if you looked on the live thread on Reddit, people were just like super pumped with him. I wasn't that excited mm -hmm. with him because he, uh, he wouldn't speak to a lot of the claims that he was making. And when he did the interview with Newsweek, he wanted to go to the skiff for everything yeah he didn't want to say that some of that stuff under oath yeah he did say some interesting things under oath but a lot of it he wouldn't so i, I don't view him as a true whistleblower like edward snowden okay. whistle blew like he risked everything to expose that that's what i in my opinion what i say a true whistleblower is releasing classified information to the public right how consequences be damned exposing exposing what you have to show yeah how and or why were these men chosen? Like, why were they here? What led to them having to, to testify? So David Grush is the um, the whistleblower. David Fraber will talk about the Tic Tac video. That's the one that Tom DeLong leaked and then got, you know, got the Navy to admit that that was a real video. And then. So these guys came forward and were like, hey, I want to, I have stuff to say. Right. Or were they subpoenaed and they were like, all right, well, I guess I got to go. Well, this like, was organized guys. by um, the representative from Tennessee organized this. There's a lot of people working together to kind of get some answers on this, which makes it really credible. It's a bipartisan effort. 
Yeah, AOC was on this committee. Mm -hmm. She had some really interesting questions. One of the big things they talked about was the Tic Tac video, and we've referenced it a bunch when we're talking about these newer UFO things, but we never really like dug into it. On November 14th, 2004, the operator of the USS Nimitz told David Fravor that the USS Princeton, who was part of the strike group that Fravor led, had been tracking an unusual object for around the past two weeks. The object would appear at 80,000 feet, which is considered space, before descending rapidly toward the sea and stopping at 20,000 feet and just hovering. <laughs> the way he said that and during the hearing, too, was like, it's like, and if you don't know, that's space. It's like, this, that's space, motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> which it is. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor said that it was a seamless white oval-shaped object, which looked like a tic-tac, and that it was 40 feet long. He said that it was a perfectly clear day, but the water right below the object was churning. Uh, at that hearing this past Wednesday, he said that he felt that there was another object underwater making the water churn and that based off the movements that the Tic Tac was making above the water, because it was kind of like darting back and forth in a pattern, um, he said that he felt like it was communicating with something under the water. Forever said that he spiraled down to get closer to the object and it ascended, mirroring the trajectory of his airplane, and then the object just abruptly disappeared, only to reappear 60 miles away within an instant. It was also jamming his radar, which uh, when he testified to that at the hearing, there were some people in Congress that were pretty concerned about that. Like, how is this thing <laughs> this jamming? should be, yeah. Yeah, like, what, this thing should not be able to jam his radar. He's like, yeah, well, it did. <laughs> what do you want from me? It did. <laughs> A second wave of fighters, including pilot, lieutenant, commander Chad Underwood, took off from the Nimitz to investigate. Underwood's plane had a flare camera on it, which is um, you know, infrared, and he captured the now-famous Tic Tac video, the one that Tom DeLong leaked. So in total, four people, two pilots and two weapon system officers in the back seats of those two airplanes, they all witnessed this object for about five minutes. They had their eyes on it, there's radar, there's video, so... This thing exists. Whatever this Tic Tac was exists. You have legitimate people telling you that they can't explain it. Right. And we have video and the Navy acknowledges it. And they were blocking the radar. Yeah. Jammed the radar. <laughs> and they testified to it. There were, you know, there were some questions and it was asked, could a human survive being in an aircraft that would move from 80,000 mm -hmm. to 20,000? And they're like, no, you would die nothing can it doesn't yeah our physics doesn't work that way but someone's does it's in our it's, <laughs> yeah the physics we know right didn't we just discuss something like that the eighty thousand to twenty thousand, the michigan ufo story we did on patreon it was it, similar it would shoot shoot yeah like it wasn't it, going impossible distances they were going to the side like one okay. would go 20 miles then the other two would come 20 miles like in I an instant at one point there was talk of it it went up or down at a rate that was that was pretty incredible oh, or an altitude that was yeah it, it fluctuated how high it was but something like ridiculous amount of speed that it would have done that in. Well, yeah. we, we said the comparison was you could fly from new york to california in two minutes or something at the yeah. rate of speed it was flying around so yeah okay Maybe something that was impossible with our physics ability right it was brought up a bunch of times during that hearing too that this might not be a it is a security issue but it might be more of a material science issue they kept using the words material science 
that we just don't understand this at all. It's more of an issue for us to intellectually be able to understand <laughs> yeah. what this is. How can you even do a, a threat assessment if you don't even under, you can't even quantify the risk because you don't understand even what you're seeing. Right. Right. I hope that David Grush is true with his claims. I, I hope he's telling the truth because it's getting all this mainstream attention now. If this guy turns out to be full of shit, it's going to set it back a lot. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Sure. Is and there the, a lot, maybe this is something for the end. So if it is, tell me, is there a lot of people that are like coming out, calling these people liars saying this is fake. There's this guy there's, so there's this other organization set up, uh, the all domain anomaly resolution office arrow that's headed by this guy named Sean, Sean Kirkpatrick. It's a lot to do with NASA and stuff, but the, the DOD is, funds that group. That one's like Project Blue Book hmm. ramped up. This guy all of a sudden has been like trying to discredit this stuff. He is saying that hmm. with his work with NASA that they have never seen anything that defies our physics. But he basically is saying that all of these guys just lied in front of Congress. There's a video of it. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he's like a Philip Class type. I was going to say, he sounds like Philip uh, Class. But, Except better connected. Well, and Grush testified and said that he talked to Kirkpatrick about alien, like non-human uh, technology. Kirkpatrick saying, no, he didn't. Grush refused to talk to him. So one of them is lying. Yeah. It's just Kirkpatrick has never been under oath and Grush has. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. It tells me what I need to know. Yeah, and I, I just, I really hope he doesn't because the drama kind of stuff has already started. I saw a post on Reddit where people are like saying like, I think it's time to finally acknowledge like to appreciate Tom DeLong, and then people are fighting and like there's like team Tom DeLong, team other researchers. And it's kind of like that old UFO drama between MUFON. And now they all want credit for what we might know. I mean, so are we at a fork in the road here where it could go either way? What do you mean? Like if we substantiate some of this stuff, we could really get some answers. But if this Grush guy turns out to be telling even the smallest number of lies, then it's going to go the other way. And like you said, it's going to set us really far back. And, and the people that might be covering it up are going to get some cover from that and be able to perpetuate the lies they've been telling. It's probably That's how fair. I kind of look like at this it. Is the, this is a big chance to get some credibility. Yeah, right? it's a big Potential turning point. And, yeah. And, yeah, and have a really like, see, go. told you mm -hmm. kind of moment. But w to be clear, we have zero reason to to not believe these guys, right? To these these people. No, I have no there's, reason to, I have yeah, no doubt. There's in, no reason to not believe them, at least on the surface of things. Yeah, I have zero doubt in Ryan Graves or uh, David Fravor. I'm, I'm holding out on Grush. I thought like... Yeah. When he calls himself a whistleblower, I thought he was going to sit down and Spill just the and just drop bombs on <laughs> yeah. everybody. Uh, but he all he kept saying was like, well, "I can talk about that in a closed setting." He also doesn't want to go to prison for releasing classified information. This is in an, this is true in an open hearing, so you can appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. We as much as we want to hear that right. bombshell, you know, this yeah. guy will ruin his life by doing so. Yeah. Maybe he's got a game plan. Well, Maybe. It's, a, it's kind of a wait and see still. So my the things that I took away from the hearing 
that really interested me. Um, there was one testimony from David Forever, one clip that was really good that really was like, oh shit, that probably takes a lot for this guy to admit, you know, as being a 20 plus year military guy that he can't, uh, that he would lose against something. So I pulled this clip. It's an ego killer. We're supposed to be number one, right? Nobody <laughs> can right. beat us. USA number one. <laughs> That's what I've heard. From what you saw that day and what you've seen on video, did you see any source of propulsion from the flying object, including on any potential th thermal scans from your aircraft? No, there's none. There's no uh, IR plume coming out. Uh, and Chad, who took the video, went through all the EO, which is black and white TV, and the IR modes, and there's no visible signs of propulsion. It's just sitting in space at 20,000 feet. In, in your career, have you ever seen a propulsion system that creates no thermal exhaust? No. Can you describe how the aircraft maneuvered? Uh, abruptly, uh, very determinate. It knew exactly what it was doing. It was aware of our presence, and it had acceleration rates. I mean, it went from zero to matching our speed in no time at all. Now, if the fastest plane on Earth was trying to do these maneuvers that you saw, would it be capable of doing that? No, not even close. And just to confirm, this object had no wings, correct? No wings. Now, was the aircraft that you were flying, was it armed? No, never felt threatened at all. If, if the aircraft was armed, do you believe that your aircraft or any aircraft in possession of the United States could have shot the tic-tac down? I'd say no. Just on the performance, it would have just left in a, in a split second. It looks like that we have a problem here that needs further investigation. Yes. In your belief, is this, this flying tic-tac, I mean, is, this, is it capable of being the product of any other nation on the earth? No, I actually said, like I said earlier, I think it defies current material science and the ability to develop that much propulsion. And I know there's been some physicists of them calculations, which is beyond anything that we have. Well, either the United States has an adversary here in this world that we don't know, or we really have some serious investigations to do. I, I really appreciate you being here. Um, is there anything else about the November 14th, 2004 incident that you think is important for this committee to know that you haven't been asked here today? No, I, I, you know, it's, it's been said it's probably the most credible UFO sighting in history based on all the sensors that were tracking it, and then for us to get visual and to go against the naysayers, it's something on the screen or whatever. I mean, there's four sets of human eyeballs. We're all very credible. Of the six of us that were involved in the thing, including the video, every one of us is going to do 20-plus years in the military in very responsible positions. So I'd say the world needs to know that. This, it's not a joke. Well, thank you very much for your testimony here today for all of you. And I yield back, Mr. Chairman. I don't know how you get more credible than that. What year was that? 2004? 2004. Yeah. That's 20 years ago. What is uh, Ryan Graves doing these days? Oh, that's David Forever. Or David Forever, sorry. Uh, he's doing defense work, but okay. uh, independent, or not independent, but uh, private. Private sector, okay. yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, Priceline. Ryan Graves' testimony on the UAP, um, he had some really interesting ones, but he had one that he talked about was a dark gray cube inside of a clear sphere. Uh, it's a quote, on a clear sunny day in April 2014, two F-18s took off on an air combat training mission off the coast of Virginia. The jets, the part of my Navy fighter squadron, climbed to an altitude of 12,000 and steered towards warning area W-72, an exclusive block of airspace 10 miles east of Virginia Beach. All traffic into the training area goes through a single GPS point at a set altitude, almost like a doorway into a massive room where military jets can operate without running into other aircraft. Just at the moment, the two jets crossed the threshold. One of the pilots saw a dark gray cube inside of a clear sphere, motionless against the wind, fixed directly at the entry point. The jets, only 100 feet apart, zipped past the object on either side. The pilots had come so dangerously close to something that they couldn't identify, they had terminated the training mission immediately and returned to base. That is terrifying. It has to be if you're a pilot. Sure. Well, it's heading to a training zone like that. He said that um, once they upgraded their radar systems, I can't remember what year he said, but there was a year that their systems were upgraded and there were new advancements in radar technology. And then all of a sudden they started picking them up on radar. So these are also being picked up on radar, not just pilots seeing Oh, them. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. radar well, stuff. That's more than... Yeah, that's it's more evidence. But when you fly past them in, in two FA-18s, sitting there, a gray cube, kind of acting like a gatekeeper to the practice zone. and Yeah, just sitting there like, mm. like watching. What's going on? So in situations like that, too, like when they, when they fly right past this thing, is it also showing up on radar at the same time, like at the... At, like they're seeing this, yeah. There's like, like it's, or are they seeing it ahead of time, where they can tell like pilots, like, hey, we're seeing something on the radar. My understanding is that there was radar verification of it, and the pilots, you know, witnessed it. Yeah, which is crazy to even think about because you always think of the disc UFO, mm-hmm. you know, a flying saucer. It's a goddamn cube. Yeah, in a clear sphere. That just says that screams dimensional you know interdimensional to me right yeah i that's mean that's what i picture here you go cube fun <laughs> <There you go. laughs> founding fathers right here cube fun well, and it, it reminds me of skinwalker ranch because that's the only other time i've ever heard anything like that it was from the gorman's yeah. original story they said that there was that clear sphere with something blue in the middle that was flying around they said it stopped like out they could just see it and they could make mm-hmm. out that it was clear and something was glowing inside of it. So I don't know. It's crazy. Why can't we see something like this? A floating cube. Would hey, you're getting, yes. blow my mind. You're right? getting the information pals. Remember, be <laughs> thankful. We're in this time. See it. This one is fucking mm. creepy. And I, I hope that we get some more information on this one. Ryan Graves testified that he has military witnesses and documentation to share with Congress, and he said it would have to be after the hearing of an incident involving Boeing and a 100-yard by 100-yard red cube UAP hovering over Vanderburg Air Force Base. The dimensions of a football field, just glowing red cube hovering there for a minute. (laughs) He said it was there for a minute, and then it just within an instant was gone. 
And then later mm-hmm. that evening, it came back and then just took off again real quick. AOC asked Graves if he could provide pictures or like a sketch of these gray and red UAPs. And he said, yeah, he could meet up with her afterwards and provide her some of that stuff. Good for you, AOC. See what you got. Speaking of uh, New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, correct? Correct. Okay, just wanted to clear that up. (laughs) Thank you. Not everyone knows who AOC is. Thank you for providing clarity. You're exactly right. Um, Some other notes I made, there was a lot of talk of overclassification. There was an example brought up of a civilian iPhone video (laughs) that was classified and... Really? They're, like, they're like, why is that classified? Like, that's weird. Stuff like, it's like that. It's on a guy's Go- iCloud account. Government's like, no, 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 this is ours now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of overclassifying of, of yeah. things regarding UFOs. Yeah. Do you think the guy who, uh, like, they took his phone, he's like, hey, uh, Safari search history classified two <laughs> i just give you my phone, no questions asked, but just make it all classified. <laughs> Like Casey Anthony's thick, juicy dumper, stuff like that. <laughs> thick, not that, juicy not that I would Google that, but other people probably will. That's Sickos. In my, that's in my search history. I don't know what you're talking about. Sickos out there would probably search that. Uh, I made a couple notes for Grush's testimony. A lot of it was that we'll have to talk after the meeting. Give him benefit of the doubt. I don't think I would want to go to prison either. I was just excited. I thought we were getting like a mm-hmm. Snowden type whistleblower. Sure. Was this. Your biggest case ever of UFO blue balls? No, this was good. The, oh, okay. The fucking Sean Kirkpatrick guy from Arrow, his was the the last hearing he led, and it was just we never covered that one because there was nothing. No, to do, right? it was boring as shit. What was the retraction one that we did? Uh, that was like just like some show. documents that were it was released. Just the, the release, yeah. That's what it was. We did kind of kick around the idea of doing an overtime show on the on the uh, UAPs from a couple months ago that were getting shot down. There was like the Chinese spy balloon, but then there were some other ones and there was like word coming out of, they looked really odd. And mm-hmm. so Grush testified that he saw footage of one of those objects being shot down a couple months ago. And he said it was quote otherworldly, but he saw no reason that the public shouldn't be able to see the video as long as some of the data was censored out of it. This is one of the so-called weather balloons that we was floating over the continental U.S. Right. There was talk, I, if I remember correctly, one of the um, a witness or somebody talked about it being like a pyramid-shaped object. Pyramid. Yeah. But according to him, it was otherworldly. Mm. But there was no reason that why people couldn't shouldn't be able to see it. I want to see it. He said that U.S. government and contractors have craft and non-human biologics she never said bodies specifically just biologics what does that mean i'm not exactly sure i there's always it been sounds this to me like a made-up word <laughs> the fuck is a biology anyways <laughs> fucking phony biologics i never heard that word fuck that <laughs> also fuck math while we're at it stupid numbers there's always been this theory out there it's pretty it's an obscure theory but that the UFO or UAP is a biological entity in and of itself somehow. Um, so it's not an aircraft that's alive. To some degree or something. It makes me think of 
maybe it's something like that. Maybe it's just a biological material that fits in. Yeah. It, it might not. It might be a plant, right? A plant would be a biologic. Because well, it's just his wiener, the alien wieners <laughs> got cut off in the crash or something. It's still, just laying there. Maybe it's still it's moving. Biologic. Now. What if it's still growing? Hmm. <laughs> something to think about. Maybe there's something a- went inside Barney Hill. <laughs> he got probed. Poor man. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? It's like that was me when we first started this whole. <laughs> podcast about every alien and you sure about that (laughs) didn't help that we started with the hills which we'll revisit at some point but i still don't know i think that'll be the one ian and i have our biggest disagreement on i'm reading a book right now by uh dr j allen hynek for a sunday one coming up soon but this kind of theory of like the the craft itself being some type of a biological entity comes up a bit because one of the people that saw a UFO and that story thought to themselves, like, I really want this thing to come back. Like I, I don't want it to float away. And it turned and came back mm. suggesting some type Mind of reading. something, yeah. something weird. Mm. He said that uh, he testified that he had interviewed people who had seen the non-human biologics. So that's what his job was to go talk to these people and kind of record their information he's like oh wait i'm gonna whistle blow on this what was the mission statement i guess from the org he was working for just to collect data he's like all right i got all this data and i think everyone needs to hear about it why do you ask that just to know I'm just like, what, curious what he was from. yeah like what his mission was out there doing all this and one day he's like um they I got need, to i need know. to blow the whistle here like i don't feel any of the stuff I'm collecting is ever going to see the light of day. I really need to make people aware of it, I guess. He said that there was a ton of white-collar crime going on along with this. Mm. That's part of what he's blowing the whistle on, that there's like how some of this stuff is being funded and that a lot of it has to do with defense contractors like uh, Lockheed Martin, those type of groups. All right are in on it and there's a lot of misappropriating of funds going on like when there's like a couple billion dollars missing and during an audit it goes to things like this Mm. is what he's claiming i hope we get to the bottom of this he said that there's satellite imagery of crashes different tests retrieval of those crashes those things Mm. exist mike needs to know Guess I'm the one who needs <laughs> not even asleep tonight. No, not knowing. He testified that people have been injured working on UAP reverse engineering those those type of programs. Like Bob Lazar talked about. Bob Lazar is kind of doing like a a premature, maybe premature victory lap. But like, a, see, I told you, motherfuckers, like we mm. were doing this for a long time. Probably got blown up when asked about communication with uh, non-human intelligence. Grush said that. He could only talk about it in a classified setting. That was the only time that that got brought up. So I guess maybe it's something. He didn't just immediately shut it down. I don't know. Um, He said that he knows current individuals involved in reverse engineering programs that are willing to testify in a classified setting behind closed doors if certain immunities and assurances are met. All right, now we're getting somewhere. Who's going to issue that immunity? Do they want this information even getting out? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. If they wanted it to get out, 
They would have told us a long time I think if ago. They, if they can bring back President Martin Van Buren, he will <laughs> issue immunity. Really? He's up for that? I, I would like to start that rumor. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? I will start that rumor about our eighth president. Okay. I'll believe it. <laughs> he gets a bad rap most, you know, in any of our other fronts. So let's give him this one. He's on the top of a lot of worst president lists. He's, yeah. What are you going to do? Sorry. Nothing. Van- Vanny, I'm trying to help you out. You're trying to whitewash his presidency. Look, if he can expose the the UFOs and the alien phenomenon, does that not bump him up to at least a top 20 president? Well, not top 20. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of shitty presidents. He might still be top 20 with that. You sure about that? <laughs> Confident. <laughs> All three of the witnesses agreed that it's possible that UAP could be probing our capabilities and nuclear assets, testing for vulnerabilities in our systems, and cannot be defended against. Those four words are terrifying. Cannot be defended against. Cannot be defended against. We fucked. Like, that technology is so superior. We, we would just be like, uh, <laughs> that's okay. my. We would be dead before we even knew we were attacked. Right, right. Like, based on this new stuff, and then, uh, like, I don't know, some of the, the, like, the water stuff we've been talking about recently, mm. and then some other stuff, like, I read online. I really think that they, maybe they really are in the water and alongside us. And they just do view us as animals. Like, they don't give a fuck what we're doing. Even if they're interdimensional, I don't think they care about us at all, truthfully. They're looking for some sort of uh, natural resources. Something. From our world. I don't think Why would they care about us? We can't harm them. We can't do anything to them. Even animals in the rainforest now know that, like, humans are a threat by, like, cutting down their environment and the trees. Yeah. We are so dumb, we don't even realize that, like, the threat is right there. <laughs> like, that's kind of what it is. Like, they're tearing down the rainforest. And we're just like, dude, did you watch The Bachelor this weekend? It was <laughs> fucking good. Right. Like, we're so aloof. That's exactly right. Nobody cares about this. It might be in plain sight right now. We're just like, derp, derp, derp. Nobody cares about this here. Nobody cares about this. Mm-mm. Nope. 50 years ago, people would have cared about that hearing. You know what? That's a very good point. I think it would be all over the place 50 years ago. I think maybe even 20 years ago. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah, what's wrong with us these days? It's not the worst thing in the world if they're going to take us all out, right? Okay. I get it. I get it if I'm them. I mean. They're like, look at these guys. What's the old gif? Uh, UFOs roll up their windows when they go past Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Lock their doors. I was getting tattooed yesterday from our friend Sarah. We were talking about this hearing and talking mm. about just like for real how people don't don't care about it at all. Like it's just the news cycle just in a general, non-issued, it's less than twenty four hours. She sent me a meme on Instagram. That it was exactly that. It was like, oh, did you hear aliens are real? Something like that. I was like, I got a lot going on in my life right now. Like, don't <laughs> fucking talk to me about shit. <laughs> Like Mike said, uh, who who's the bachelor gonna pick? Yeah, right. A lot of other interesting comments I saw on Baller Alert. They had a post about it, and the comment section there was pretty interesting. A lot of people, the majority of it was, okay, we already know aliens exist. Like, 
I don't care. I almost feel like <laughs> at this point it is naive to deny the existence of other life forms and entering our atmosphere and, and, and having contact with yeah, humans. Yeah, I think so. It's almost naive at this point to deny that. Sure it is. You get your head up your ass. You, whether it be UFOs or um, just life out there. I mean, I don't know, but it's uh, it's naive to just deny that it just doesn't exist. There's going to be a reckoning at some point. Yeah, I, I think I, for real, I think there really is something to why all of a sudden when we figured out how to create a nuclear bomb that there was this big ramp up in UFO sightings. I think there is something to that. I think that they maybe were like, oh, wait. They, That's trigger point right Yeah, there. they got a little smarter than we thought they Let's would get. Let's go pull some resources off that planet before <laughs> they blow themselves up. Because as soon as that happened, that's when you get all the modern day UFO sightings. It's an interesting point, yeah. They're always around mm-hmm. nuclear. There's stories of them t- being able to disarm nuclear mm-hmm. uh, weapons hovering over bases and things that might have been their alert could it be argued though that since the development of nuclear weapons we've also just been paying more attention to what's up in the air and in the sky and that they've always been there we've just never really paid attention because it's like oh that's not the threat we're not worried about the skies there were a couple reports before them but I mean, not, there was some like we've discussed some, like we see now with all the anal probing and stuff yeah i don't know I'm maybe just, they're looking I'm for just... uranium like in uh people's buttholes <laughs> maybe that's take, what take you that got. uranium you away from us so we can't fucking, make any more bombs alien experience so bad just go in the backyard and pull your pants down and expose <laughs> your butthole to the moon <laughs> see what happens see where the night takes you <laughs> i so good information I think there's a lot more to come. I don't know how much of that information we're going to see. I feel like I don't really, like I want more information, obviously, mm. but I feel like Dave, David Fravor confirms it for me. Like that's that's the confirmation I needed. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy testifying and that video being acknowledged by mm. everybody. Like wh- what else is it? Unless if, you if, have Polaroids of people. Like we've seen the video, we've heard the testimony. Yeah, yeah. it's if a, it's if, conclusive, right? If somebody on this planet can't create it, then what is it? Yeah, sure. It might not be grays either. It could. Who knows what it could be? Sure. It could be a fucking biological drone from somewhere else. Yeah, with a death spray just to kill everyone on Earth, <laughs> so they can come take our water more easily. It's uh, cool. I don't know where where it, it goes from it's there. It's super cool. I hope we get a lot more information post haste. <laughs> okay, just said a spray so they can kill us all and take our water. That's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they listen to podcasts too. Yeah, they can be like, "Hey, those guys are all right." Hey, pick us up. Take us back to your planet. We'll help you rape the Earth. We don't give a fuck. Come with you. you can have all the water. Yeah, I turn. I, I do care. a heel turn on this planet. <laughs> oh, I would turn in a second. Yeah. Like these people are so great on earth. Yeah, fuck them. Let's go. All right, good stuff. A whole overtime show for one topic. That's a first for us. Yeah. A lot going on in the world. Maybe our longest overtime show. Maybe so. Can't wait to hear more. It's a lot to get into. I'll actually post it in the link or in the show notes for this. Somebody on YouTube, um, they did a like a super cut of each of 
the witnesses. So oh, yeah. it didn't like cut out all the bullshit in between. Mm-hmm. David Grush's, I will give, I will give him that. When I rewatched that again, when it was just his testimony, it didn't sound, it sounded a lot more compelling than um, when you watch it with everything else. With everything else, I mm. felt like I focused on, oh, he won't talk about this. He okay. won't talk about it. But when it's just, that super cut is it's pretty good. When right. it's just him, it's interesting. Are there any other hearings set? Is there any follow-up scheduled? Not yet. No. But I don't think it's the end of it for sure. Because that guy from Arrow that shot Patrick, I was not happy. He put out a statement defending himself and everything else. I think there's some gov- going government war. drama going on there. With that. It almost you know, seems like if they keep this going, they're going to all, all the, the, guy, the guys and men or women who are going to like start testifying – Maybe going to start like pushing each other a little more, dipping their toes a little further mm-hmm. until at some point someone says something that just fucking busts us all open. We can hope. Kind of like a dipping yeah. a toe in like, okay, they got away with that. Next time there's going to be somebody else who comes in and was like, let me push it a little further, go a little further. Let me release this picture of me with alien cock in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Proof this is, positive. This is not Photoshop. This is not AI. This is not my uh, fetish at all. This is an alien dick in my mouth. Yeah. This is forced Here's alien dick in my mouth. I think he put a halcyon in my drink. and I declined oh. the anal probe, and this is what I got. I'm filleting a gray. You know, it's crazy, too, watching that testimony David forever they asked him a question like how did he was approached for this stuff and and whatever like who he works with and hearing him bring up Tom DeLong in a congress like in testimony That's great it's wild yeah, Tom DeLong is to thank for all this I don't give a fuck what anybody says good for him it's your team Tom and all this on that reddit page you're out there yeah. supporting Tom yeah how can you not because when he was on Rogan talking about all this stuff Everybody thought he was fucking crazy, me included. Yeah, like, yeah. what is Tom DeLong talking about? Like, that's crazy. Tom DeLong? Yeah. Like, dude, you are not out here meeting with government, like right. ex-Obama defense people and all this shit. Sure enough, he is. Actually, I am, bitch. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Anything else? Good. Yep. good. Hopefully more to come. All right. Bye. Bye.